Welcome to episode number 71 of The Space In Between. And we took a week off last week. <clears throat> I think I needed a little bit more time to get grounded being back. And we had a beautiful global online festival uh, the weekend prior and taking a little bit of time to recover. And that was a really special event if you didn't get to join us. We had over 40 contributors from around the world, from Bali and Spain and Germany, the UK, Costa Rica, Canada, then in the United States and New Mexico, North Carolina, New York, California, maybe some other places. And it was really beautiful to see so many people come together so quickly to offer their services for healing in this time and space that we're in. And for all of you, if you got to, if you did get to, you know, be there, you got to experience it with us and, and, and really partake in, in their healing and their different ways of moving and breathing together. And I really hope that we can do it again soon. Um, it's a lot of work. It was an undertaking. Uh, for sure. I'm grateful for Jen Earing who planted the seed and did a lot of the legwork. Um, we'll definitely keep you posted if we do it again. But yeah, we needed a little bit of time to recover. So I took a week off from this podcast, but I'm back and we'll be more regular now that travel will not be happening and trying to find some consistency. Yeah, trying to find consistency for myself creating a schedule in this very topsy-turvy world that we're in now and very unpredictable world. So I'm trying to create as much consistency for myself, but then for all of you too, you know, I think we're all feeling it. We're all feeling these different waves that I'll talk about today and not quite knowing what center is. Um, I think I recorded a couple of weeks ago, it looked like it was 10 days ago where I recorded um, finding a new center in disorienting times. And here we are just 10 days later, later, still trying to figure it out, right? And it doesn't seem like things are going to be shifting to solid ground anytime soon, which I would like to share more about. But so I'm, I'm doing my best to have a consistent schedule to be on this podcast every Tuesday, like we've been doing for over a year now. And also offering now live classes on Zoom. So our Movement 109, Who Are You Becoming? Our six-week series that we've been doing for about seven months now. It started last week. And we're back on, yeah, uh, with Mondays at 3 and 6 p.m. These calls that are Zoom calls that are meditation, a bit of setting intentions for our week, using this as a group check-in to hold space for each other to feel whatever we need to feel and express. So those are on Mondays at 3 and 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then in addition to that, I'm offering live movement classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're interested in diving into this, uh, yeah, sign up with us. It's I'm doing everything right now on a sliding donation scale. So you can go to Nomad's website and donate whatever you feel comfortable for these these six weeks. We started last week, so it's about five weeks for this sort of form, but I have a feeling we're just going to continue on. So uh, I'll 
you know, honor your six weeks or however you want to sign up for it. But there's different ways of different tiers. So you, you donate what you can um, so that we don't want to turn you away if you're having financial hardship, but also understanding, valuing what we're offering to, to some extent. So that is there for you. So again, Mondays, 3 and 6 p.m., your choice of time. And then Tuesdays, Thursdays at 10 a.m., uh, those are all Eastern Standard Time, and you can come to all of them. You can come to one of them, whatever feels the most available and necessary for you. And then we also have a, f a private Facebook group where we have our conversation continuing through the week and this podcast, which will be aligned with the themes for the week. So even if you don't do that part of it, you are getting something out of it through these these talks here on this podcast. Um, but like I said, I took a week off. And so I'll catch you up and on kind of what we, we worked on and what we looked at last week was um, as you as I have shared in the past, we looked we look at these archetype cards. We use archetype cards to help us form the intention. And I swear it's always spot on with what we're doing dealing with collectively. And so last week we were we were looking at, you know, our ground, our what is what is underneath us, what is supporting us, all these different systems that we have in place that we have been known to trust and and you know really trust that they are there, that they are there to support us um, individually and collectively. And so the card that I pulled in my meditation prior to the call was the card I pulled was the fault line. And the fault line is just that. It's our world is shifting underneath us. So everything that we have known to be true, we are questioning now. That solid ground that we thought was there is changing. It's evolving. And there, the quote from the fault line was, there is no easy fix to this situation at hand. It will require a foundational shift that alters the current dynamics from the ground up. And that's what we're in right now. We are seeing our world shift in so many different ways from questioning and trusting our own bodies, our own immune systems, whether we're actually um, the ones who are dealing with the virus or being near someone with the virus and questioning our own safety and their own, their own health and safety or just you know, going to the grocery store and being very hyper aware of interactions with people and things and bringing it potentially home and just, you know, all of our sense of safety is being shifted in so many different ways. Things that we took care, we took for granted are being questioned. And so we looked at that this week, you know, as a recap and, and looked how it showed up in our lives in many different ways. And I want to talk more about kind of where we are right now in that, in that space for this week. But I also want to share before I get there, um, during, during the, the global online festival, we had a really beautiful couple, Marie and Martin, uh, share, uh, one of their experiences, which is uh, the the a reading from the Akashic Records and a sound healing. And so the Akashic Records, if you're not familiar with this, is kind of like you can think of it as our soul library. It is, it contains everything from 
all of our pasts, presents, and futures. Yeah. And so Marie has, um, we all have access to this. We just don't know how, right? We might not know, have the tools, the understanding of how to get there, but we all can access this information. But Marie is very much, uh, Marie is very much tapped into it and she, uh, you know, gets messages from the Akashic Records. And so she sat with Martin in a session at the festival. Um, and just, he asked, you know, this question of, where are we at? Where are we going? And she received a really beautiful vision uh, from the records. And this vision was all of us at a big round table holding hands. And at this big round table, as we're all holding hands, were beautiful plates in front of us, full of bright, vibrant, colorful food. And she's describing this food that was there and we were all eating it in silence in a way that we were just being very grateful for the experience, very grateful for the company that we were in, but also the grateful for the food and enjoying it to its fullest extent. And she was explaining, you know, um, drawing this picture of the food that we were eating was this fruit that we knew, but it was even better than what we had known. Yeah, it was even more luscious and ripe and and um, just, just a deeper experience of what we've already known. And I really, oh, I really loved that image, you know, because we are in this space of, you know, looking at our old life, yeah, what was just a couple of weeks ago and not really knowing where we're going but, you know, for a lot of us who are on this spiritual path, we can, you know, pull back and see the bigger picture. We don't know what it's going to look like, but we do have this sense that there is something bigger going on here. Yeah, we're all in the space of fear and anxiety and, and seeing pain and suffering of people that we love or know or, you know, hearing stories. But beyond that, there is something else bigger going on here. And that image of the, the food, more like the fruit and the vegetables specifically, she was really just describing this bright, vibrant, luscious food that we were eating that we knew, but it was even better, even better than what we, that we know now. Yeah. And so it was this idea of we sort of have to let go of the old the old paradigms, the old systems that we were trusting right before, the healthcare systems, the government systems, our, our ways of looking at our own health, right? So many different ways um, of looking at our foundations and then having to let it go to a certain extent so that we can get to this new, vibrant, beautiful life, that fruit on the other side. So thank you, Marie and Martin, if you were if you're listening. Uh, that really sat with me and was very powerful. The other image, and I'll just share it with you because I think it's it's important for for us to share this information, was another image. So I guess Martin asked the second question was, what do we do with this fear and anxiety that we are experiencing collectively, you know, with the with the situation at hand? watching these numbers rise every single day and hearing more stories of people that we know or people that know, you know, somebody. And she got this message back. This message back was 
um, how to kind of shift shift that vibration, to shift that way of thinking. And she was reminding us of how, and Martin had given this talk prior to, to her meditation with uh, on this, but he was talking about vibration and how um, our words, our sounds are very powerful to their their vibration, right? Sounds and words are vibration and, and how um, water, yeah, there's the, this experiment with water and how, and you probably know of this, of how there was a glass of water with the words, just the words of love and gratitude and, and looking underneath the microscope and seeing what the the water, the vibration of water looked like. And it looked like these beautiful crystals, like a perfect snowflake with this, just the words on it, right? Love and gratitude. And then we had this other glass of water that had, you know, words of like shame and anger and and stupid and just negative words, right? And this and these words were affecting the water. And so looking under again the microscope, the 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 water, the vibration of water, it was distorted. It didn't look like that snowflake. And so how powerful these words and sounds uh, resonate in our own bodies because our bodies are 70, 80% water. And so how important it is when we're listening to the news and we're hearing all of these things and, that are creating fear and anxiety within ourselves and how we are vibrating on this you know, distorted molecular level. And so the message that Marie received from the Akashic Records was to change that by just how you were bringing in water, almost like it was a water was cleansing you. And so she had this image of, of um, drawing on a piece of paper the word love and gratitude and maybe even decorating the cup itself or a water bottle and placing the water, the cup of water on top of this beautiful beautiful uh, drawing or of the love and gratitude and sitting with it, meditating with it, allowing the water to take in the beauty of love and gratitude. And so when feeling the feelings of fear and uh, anxiety in the body to sit and really meditate on the love and gratitude in the water and then to drink it almost again as like a cleanse, a cleanse for the system. So that's something that you feel like hey why not <laughs> I'll try anything right do it try it I have been putting my little glass of water on top I don't have any markers or fun things to to decorate with here where I'm staying but I've been putting my glass of water on top of a archetype card the lover yeah and just sitting and meditating with that so that's something to pass on to you uh, but I want to talk about now where we are in, in terms of our week in our six-week series and, and where we are collectively, too. I think this will sit with a lot of people, whether you're on this, this track with us or not. But we're in this space of, of grief. We're in the space of grieving our old life, right? Those, those things that we just took for granted, Going to the store and not having to wear a mask or gloves or or we're even worrying about you know who we're going who or what we're coming into contact with or or taking time to hang out with our friends and close proximities in our homes or you know all these little things we used to do 
um, without even thinking about it, right? That was our old life. And now we're in this new weird space, the space in between here, um, of having to think about everything, right? Having to be really super aware. And then we're on the other side of it is this uncertainty. What is on the other side? And so we're in this space of lot between loss and longing, the loss of our old life, wanting to go back there to a certain extent, and then longing for that other side, right? Whether it is the old life or something even better, that new fruit, that new food on the other side that was more vibrant and luscious. And so the card that I pulled in my meditation here today that I'll share with you, so if this can, you can sit with, was the tear. The tear, the mourning, the release, the rain. Tears are droplets of letting go. Once they begin to fall, we allow the swelling tide of emotion to run its elemental course. Often the tear is what is needed in order for a conversation or a situation to break into the next level of intimacy and vulnerability. Some say that tears are so powerful in softening our egos that they open up a portal to the unseen worlds. Through our watery eyes, the ancestors catch a glimpse of us and we are reminded of their eternal embrace. We sense our humanity, our humility, and we allow ourselves to be held. It is likely this card appears when there is grieving yet to do, a sinking down into disappointment or despair that, once acknowledged, will bring a shimmer of clarity to our dewy eyes. So we are in the space of grieving. We are in the space of letting whatever that looks like, holding ourselves and allowing ourselves to feel whatever we're feeling. On our calls today, we had on the first call, um, you know, just sharing experiences of feeling different feelings of grief. And that looked like <laughs> some sort of avoiding it through, you know, binging on Netflix, others working a lot, diving into it. Some feeling the grief and crying and letting themselves feel those feelings. Some of them understanding that there is something bigger happening here. Right, so would it, and we can feel all of this, yeah? And we probably have felt all of this. You know, there have been a lot of days where I wake up and I feel like, oh, I'm good today. And then 10 minutes later, I get a text and all of a sudden, I don't know what I'm feeling. I'm feeling lost and confused and helpless. And then I take a shower and then I'm feeling a little bit more grounded, yeah? We're feeling all of these feelings. And we have been feeling this this whole time, right? We have these arrangements. The, this beautiful wave of, of emotions 
all the time. But right now, because everything, there is no solid ground underneath us, it just feels more dramatic. Yeah, it seems more extreme. And so to what I invite you all to do is just really be with what that is. Hold the container for yourself to feel all of the feelings. Grief doesn't have, it doesn't have sort of a code, yeah. Grief can be angry. Grief can be really sad. Grief can have joy. Grief can be lost and confused. So there's so much in that space of grief, right? We're in that space between the loss and the longing. And Gisela Strohmeyer, who has been on this podcast, and I read her her poems every once in a while. Um, she she did she did a beautiful offering too in the in the festival. And this and what she did was she shared a meditation, a walking meditation. And what you do here is you set up a space using she used two stones, I believe, to open up the space, and they were opposite of each other. And what we did was walk around them in a figure eight. Yeah, figure eight. But before we did that, we had an intention of, you know, setting up two opposites. And so her opposite was loss and longing. And it was interesting because when she said that, I was really agitated because I was like, they're the same thing. Yeah, I said, oh, I even questioned her. I said, you know, isn't loss and longing the same thing? Because you can't long for something unless you lost it before, unless you know that you want it. You can't know that you want it unless you've had it in some way, right? Maybe not the exact same thing, but you've had a taste of it. And so we're in that, but then as, and I, and I did my figure eight with something else, but I, I meditated on that. Like, why is this agitating me? I, I looked at that a little bit closer and I was just thinking about, yes, as you walk in that figure eight, there is that center point. And that center point is where we are right now, this grief, that space of loss of what we had and then the longing of what is on the other side. And what is on the other side might not be exactly what we're losing now. It might be that more vibrant, beautiful, fresh, new food that Mar uh, Marie saw. Yeah, but in the space that we're in right now, that meeting point is the space of grief. And you might have other words for it. This is the word that really sat with me when I read the tear. Um, but it is, it's a space of, of losing, knowing that we lost something. We can't do those things that we, we just, you know, treasured, but also took for granted. And we want to get back to that place. And, and I often, and I was kind of thinking about this too, of, you know, when we're in an old relationship, let's say, you know, just a romantic relationship ended or a friendship ended and or an addiction, maybe there's an old habit that you were trying to get rid of. And and knowing that that relationship or that that thing that you want, you were doing, right, that addiction um, is no good for you anymore because you need to go forward into another phase of your life, right? But we still somehow cling to it. We still somehow want to hold on to it because even though it, we know it's not good for us now, we know that it's not, it's going to bring us discomfort and maybe even pain, but we know what that is. We know what the discomfort is. We know what the pain is, <laughs> but we just want to hold on to it because we at least know the results. Yeah. It's hard to let go of that death grip of it because we don't know what's on the other side. We're not quite sure what that new relationship or if there is going to be a new relationship or if that 
that new thing that is going to fill up the space of that old habit is going to come or what it will look like or what this new life will look like. We don't know yet. And so we're in this sort of weird space of wanting to cling to what we knew to be true, to be safe, even though it was a little dysfunctional and messed up or maybe really dysfunctional messed up, we still want to hold on to it in some way. And so we are in this space of letting go and seeing what is new here. And so I'll invite you to work with this idea of holding the space for you and letting yourself feel whatever you're feeling. And if mantra works for you, the mantra that I have, in, I have invited my group to practice with this week was just simply, I am held, I can feel this. I am held, I can feel this. Just sit with that for a few breaths and see what comes up for you. I am held. I can feel this. I am held. I can feel this. You are held and you can feel this. Whatever that is, it can be messy. It can be graceful. You can feel this. So I am here, I'm holding space for you all in whatever way I can. Again, I'm in this too, finding my way, holding my own space, allowing myself to feel whatever I'm feeling. Um, but I'll be here again Tuesdays is our podcast day. It's interesting because this podcast originated as an as interviews. Yeah, as interviews, sharing sharing people's experiences of the space in between. And my only requirement for, for these interviews was to do it in person. And so now I have to let go of that idea, right? And looking at how, because I think right now, you could hear my voice, I can share what I can share my experiences, but I think right now, more important than ever is that we hear our individual stories. Yeah, because our individual stories are part of the collective story. So I'm going to play with um, trying to go through interviews virtually and, and present them to you. I'm going to play around with that and see if that, first of all, will work. Yeah, um, quality-wise, but also just so that you can feel that experience of being with the person and their story. So that will be part of our Tuesdays, our podcasts. Uh, else, otherwise, it will be me here showing up for you and sharing what we're doing on the six-week course for right now. And again, I'm 
I'm here on Mondays, 3 and 6 p.m. Eastern Standard for these, these talks, yeah, these meditations and group check-ins and, and movement practice on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. And again, you can join up for a six-week course and dive into all of it. If you just want the movement, you can sign up for that too. It's just a sliding scale donation, so you just donate what feels good for you right now. But we want to be here for you, Nomad, myself. We want to be here for you in whatever way we can. We want to hold that space for you to feel what you need to feel right now. And we're also working on some other ways of um, collaborating with other beautiful facilitators and teachers. So I'll be sharing with that as it comes to fruition. But for now, I'll leave you with I am held. I can feel this. <laughs>